0: mission of OIC of Oklahoma County is to inspire and motivate adult learners through academic and career education.
1: Oklahoma ranks third in the nation when it comes to people who are suffering from il- mental illness. Now, that's not even the stat that really caught me off guard. What caught me off guard is that 23.4% of the population in Oklahoma suffers from some type of mental illness. And this is what is basically, we're talking about what's diagnosed. So when you look at it, that means a fourth of the population have been diagnosed to been suffering from some type of mental illness. Um, The first question I want to pose to get some feedback from everybody, and we'll start with you, Alicia, is do you think mental illness is more environmentally related or do you think that it is more um, inherited
0: I think honestly it's a combination of both um there are some uh, conditions that are inherited and I think there are some uh conditions that people have been conditioned for and uh, so uh, like you said I think it's a combination of both
1: what about you, Mark, I'd have to
2: say the same thing. Um, I mean, I think you know, pretty much, just said it pretty eloquently. Um, there, there's no separation there because it just it affects every walk of life. I mean, it's your, it's your demographic. It's how, it's how you're raised. It's, you know, it's everything. There's no, there's no denying that fact. I don't think.
1: So. Okay.
0: Can I give an example? Real quick? Go ahead. Okay, just like depression. You know, There could be a trauma That caused the depression You may not have been born with that So that's an example mm-hmm. Of that um, Where maybe being bipolar May be inherited You know what I mean So I, I think they just Kind of go hand in hand You know what I mean It's, it's going to be a little bit of both
1: I okay. think here's, here's how I feel about it I feel the same way both of you feel Um, In a sense that I feel like we're talking about the same thing when we say environmental, you know, it's almost like a little game to say, okay, it's inherited, you know, well, even if it's inherited, what's the source of where it was inherited? at? It had to have been something in somebody's environment at some point. It may have been so strong that they passed it on to their offspring, but it still started out with something that somebody saw. I don't believe that people are born with mental illnesses in the sense of as soon as they're born, they just, you know, have it. I mean, if it is, li- if it's linked to something like a genetic trait, even then that has a source, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like we're coming back to the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That makes sense. Let me ask you guys this. Why do you think that it is so high in Oklahoma? Um, mental so high, illness, so oh. high. because it's, we're, we're third in the nation. You know, so why why do you think? do you think it's just well, let me get your feedback what do you what do you think what do you think is the cause of it? Do you think it's where we are? Do you think it's a coincidence?
0: i I don't want to get too deep mm-hmm. but I think it's all by design. to um, there's there's several reasons I feel that way for so one. Um, big pharma, big business, yep. money. Um, there's more money in medicating a problem than curing a problem. I'm sure. And as the world continues to focus more and more on money, um, I think it's going to get, only get worse unless there are people that are, um, when I say prepared, to go against, you know, Big Brother, Mm -hmm. um, it's going to get worse unless there are people that are willing to go up against big business, Mm -hmm. big money, big farmer, (laughs) you know, because... it's, it's all about the money. Again, it goes back to money and there are people with money that really don't know what to do with it but they're not willing to go up against big business big farmers big money big pockets and and i think it just comes down to money it was designed to do exactly what it's doing for the pharmaceutical companies for the the government to pass certain legislation to allow so much of this stuff, and so I, that's my opinion. I really feel it's all by design.
1: So it they, it becomes so problematic in 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 the state of Oklahoma. And you think that the reason why it is problematic here is because a bunch of individuals stand to make a bunch of money for for it being a problem, correct? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I do. What do you think?
1: I
2: think I think a majority of it is money. Um. I think I think uh, we've kind of painted ourselves into this box. Um, I, I'm kind of curious. Do you know what the other two are? What the top? You know, the
1: second is. I'm gonna look because okay. I think I saw New Jersey or something like that was there, and maybe, Seattle. Yeah. Okay, because I
2: I would be it'd be interesting to know. I mean, from a, demogra- a demographic uh, you know, standpoint, like obviously we know where we are as opposed to like where let's say like the top five that are having issues as far as mental illness and where they located at and then um i mean because you really have to do your homework with stuff like this i mean why is it so hard for me to eat healthy Hmm. i mean you know Mm -hmm. i gotta pay so much more money to eat healthy Mm -hmm. but yet i can buy mcdoubles all day long
0: it's all by design it's all
2: by design it's It's all about the money Mm So, I mean, people, you know, they say the thing, uh, you know, fat cats keep getting fatter. And then, you know, they basically are stepping on those who try to to, to get anywhere. And they just, you know, they're, they're just so close to getting out of that box and then just get shoved right back in because they don't have any other alternative. They don't have the funding to be able to do it. They don't have the bank to, you know, they don't have any capital to do it.
1: So they the individuals that it affects the most have yeah. the least amount of resources when it comes to yeah. remedying whatever said condition is. Yeah.
0: yeah. If well, yeah. you kind of look back at some of the experiments that were um, done on people with mental illnesses and some of the things that they were following and some of the horrible things that they did to some of these people and either making things worse or killing them and then, what, uh, what well, I don't want to get off into that, but what really happened to them? That they they were, they were not reprimanded for the most part. They were able to say the twin experiment where they took the twins, separated them, you know, I would feel that that would cause a mental illness. Yeah. You know, you have anxiety. You have separation issues, you have phobias because someone created that
1: yeah. and
0: then they may have went on and did some more research or they may have died off and nothing happened to them and then they created this problem and I think some of some people are actually trying to understand things and maybe trying to help things in some of those experiments yeah. and then when they lost control of them or they didn't go the way that they expected, I don't think they knew how to get
1: i think the reason is problematic i can't say why it's problematic in oklahoma um i can say that i think it's directly related to the fact that we're also one of the top states when it comes to incarceration Mm -hmm. i think when you talk about incarceration i think more than more than three fourths of that population suffers from mental illness so it's the wrong approach to Mm -hmm. begin with Mm -hmm. Um, but i think under bigger, grander reasoning um, kind of logic. I think that two words can sum up why it's become such a problem in this state. Mm -hmm. And those words are broken homes. I think there are a lot of broken homes there. And I think when you live in a broken home, you increase your chances of experiencing traumatizing events, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which can lead to Mental
2: illness. I think that there's such a vague line as to what constitutes a broken home anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, because back, back in the day, it was like, you know, if you didn't have your mother and your father, you were in a broken home. Mm-hmm. You know, if you didn't have, you know, X, Y, and Z, uh, you were in a broken home. And now it's like, you know, the single, single parents can do it all day long. You know, they mm-hmm. can make minimum wage, they can do this, they can do
1: that. That wasn't considered a problem. Yeah, I wasn't. And and even when I stated, I definitely, you know, wasn't thinking about, you know, the single women or the single men, you know, who are working in nine to fives and, you know, going to work every day. I was even thinking of even um, married couples who have certain issues that within the house can lead to traumatizing things that kids see, Mm -hmm. you know? And so in a sense, it doesn't, it doesn't function. In society's viewpoint as being normal behavior. Yeah. You see? Yeah, I got it. And so then, even when they have to integrate into society, it's not abnormal to them because they saw it inside their home. Mm -hmm. But then they come into society, now this is abnormal behavior, which you can be punished and penalized for. And I think that's a lot of what it is that we see.
0: What about a lack of trust? A lack of trust.
1: For the system or.
0: In general, you have races that don't trust each other. They may not even trust themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, You have uh, people that don't trust the system. You have a system that may not even trust itself, but it has to get elected. Mm -hmm. So it has to tell you what it wants you to know so that you can elect them knowing full well that they're not going to be able to do what they're saying. That they be. You just, they just want you to know what they stand for. Mm-hmm. So, I think one is a lack of trust, and that might seem so simple, but if you have a lot of people not trusting each other, there's going to be some mental illness going on, yeah. if you understand how I'm saying that.
1: Most definitely.
0: Yeah, so I think one in the state of Oklahoma is the lack of trust. You have, I mean, just think about, and it may may tie in or it may not, but what it did to me when I found out about it, say Black Wall Street. I didn't know about Black Wall Street until I was in my 30s. And then that made me feel at that time that no matter what I do, I can't win, so there's no point in trying. That could look like a mental illness. Mm-hmm. You know? So, and then hearing those things makes me not trust, well, at the time, maybe not sure. trust like someone else's intention. You're being nice to me. Why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so mean, then I else. seem crazy. Yeah.
1: Here's a, here's another piece that um, I know it's connected. I just can't, you know, formulate it perfectly in my mind. But when we talk about death row inmates in mm-hmm. Oklahoma, mm-hmm. 88% were uh, products of the foster care system. Mm-hmm. So we're basically raised in the foster care system. Mm-hmm. So that represents a, de- a direct correlation that I was saying earlier between the, uh, the prison industrial complex and mental illness. Yeah. You know, that kind of brings into factor that what kind of environment are these individuals who are coming up into foster care, what are, what are they experiencing? If 88% of the death row inmates come from this pool of individuals, We'd be a fool if we wanted to eliminate it, not to take a look and see what's going on. Yeah. In these homes. You know?
0: So is it easier to lock them up and deal with the problem?
1: Well, they I mean,
2: shouldn't get money.
0: Prison is big business. I don't, think. I think, business.
2: I don't think it should be profit driven. I'm yeah. with Mark. Yeah. I
1: don't think that it should be profit driven.
2: Prison is big business. It is. Well again it goes right back to it's all about the Benjamin It's all about the
0: money. So Money plays a huge factor in why it's so high in Oklahoma.
1: Because it's profitable. Yeah. And people can invest in it. Because if you create a problem and then you you recreate the same channels that are causing this problem and you continue to do it, what's more predictable than that? And what do investors love more than predictability?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So well, I think we, it's we, money.
2: much
1: we fixed it. Yes, we did.
2: Yeah, we fixed it. All we gotta do is just, you know, they need to come listen to this.
1: Yes. And then, like, you know, develop, go out there in the community and develop a new strategy. <laughs> that's it. You know. So it.
0: what does that look like?
1: What does, does that, that look, look like, like?
0: Programs or hmm.
1: individual. It, it's going to take cooperation. Hmm. You know, I feel like if we remove the incentive of profit from the businesses that exist within the community, we could rechange the whole community. We can facelift the whole community to give it a whole new appearance and a whole new vibe, a whole new philosophy. But as long as profit is the, the motivating factor, mm-hmm. it's going to produce... Think about this. The definition of profit is unpaid labor. Mm-hmm. Right? right? What's the definition of unpaid labor? Slavery. <laughs> <laughs> unpaid labor is slavery, and profit is unpaid labor. So as long as the ultimate incentive is profit, That means that, to me, you're going to reproduce individuals. They're going to be constantly under the feet of the system because they don't fit on the right side of that business model. They're the ones that are being capitalized on.
0: So let me ask you this, and this may be just off subject a little bit, but tie back in, if you have a country that was built on the back of slaves why would they want to change that it's just I mean you just have to modernize the, the trade What's, I mean how can you expect anything different if that's how the infrastructure of this country is built how do you expect there to be anything else that was like the number one business when it started
1: but I mean, I see what you're saying, and I, I, I just want to be clear that um, when we talk about slavery, like we're not, we're not talking about even a color of individual, you know, because even when you talk about the building in this country, you had African slaves and you had European indentured workers,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: exactly. they had to work on some of the same places together. There wasn't a lot of difference exactly. between them. What the slaves were, slaves were at that point in time was because they owed a debt to somebody. In the indenture servers, it was kind of the same situation. It's just the agreement of how to pay back this debt was established to be different. So that is uh, initially what we'll built the country. But what continues to keep it going is you need the cooperation of the people, which is us. You need the cooperation of the working people. And if they don't know any better to create something different, then they're just going to go with the same model that's been. And I think not enough of us question this everyday model that's going on right now. Okay. I think more of us are I now do. you know yeah but I think that you know once enough of us do we will figure out a way to live a very productive life in a manner in which we don't have to basically give our whole lives away you know like a lot of us now work until we're like 60, 70 years old to enjoy what ten years of your life right right you know that doesn't sound. Like how it was meant to be at all. But you gotta understand that there's a small percentage of individuals who make a whole lot of money that they can never spend the rest of their life blowing off of you working like a slave like that. They don't lift a the finger. They move money from here to over here to over here. But you do all the legwork. And once a, once enough of us figure that piece out, this world will be different for us and our but see how we're gonna figure that out. The background is all money and anyway. Well, the conversation starts. So even with us having this conversation right now, mm-hmm. it may be a piece of what we talked about right now that she's mm-hmm. gonna talk about with her friend tonight. It may be a piece that you talked about with your fiance tomorrow. Night, you know? The plant, the, the seed is planted is planted into a, a universe of infinite possibilities. You know, and we never know what's gonna be that thing that grew out. Whatever it is, the difference maker is going to be. But I think ultimately, I think that, you know, profit is a business model, but it's not the only business model. Mm -hmm. There's other business models out there. There's models. There were societies that were created not off of profiting, but off of trading and bartering. And you have this in in, in your region of the world, and they don't have that over in Michigan. So Michigan brings some of what you have. We'll bring some of what have. and we'll make an exchange, you know. It was once a point. In, it was once a point in time where gold was actually traded for incense sticks, mm-hmm. you know. And the yeah. individual that had the gold, they weren't like, "Okay, I'm going to use this to make a profit and slave everybody else." Well,
2: it's. I mean, it all depends on how you look at profit. Because I mean, mm-hmm. that's more of a supply and demand kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, the supply and demand is the same thing as profit, only it's not monetary.
1: It's the rules of profit. Most definitely. yeah, yeah. Most so,
2: so if you look at that, that means that pretty much the backbone of any marketing. You know, anything out there is profit. That's the bottom line, it will always be the bottom line. Uh, Because without it, nothing moves. Nothing, nobody, it it doesn't pique one's interest. It doesn't, you know, lift someone's head up off their table. Like, wait, wait, you say profit, that means money, right? That gives everybody listening.
0: To sponsor and or donate, to OIC of Oklahoma County, or this podcast, feel free to call 405-235-2651. Together, we can accomplish great things.
1: Here's why profit makes everybody listen like that, because we've all accepted that we're in an environment of scarcity. We think things are running out, but it's not. We're in an environment of abundance. But if mentally we think we're in scarcity, we act different. I totally agree. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. The earth is so abundant. There's, there's, there's places on this earth that haven't even been established yet. That people can totally live on. You know, it's just that mentally we're, we're, we're stuck in a, in, a, in, a, in a way of thinking and a way of living produced off of, I got to hurry up and get it because it's not enough out there.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, the, the pandemic. You can not buy a roll of toilet paper to save your life. Showed you. I mean, I've, I've seen people walk out of, of uh, Walmart, like this, this older couple, and they had like three of the 24
1: packs. Wow, what do you, What are you going to do with those What are you going to do? I mean, you're going to insulate your house? Because people, what they, what they do, oh. when they panic. Yeah, they panic. You know, and here's the thing that the pandemic also showed us it showed us that money can, the value of money can disappear overnight. Because think about this if you had hundreds of dollars in your hand, but you couldn't go up to the neighborhood grocery store and get anything, what would that money mean? You know, let's say that you just couldn't take that cash and go spend it, in, what would it mean? You know, and so in, in that sense, the motive of profit, it, it shows you how frail it is. Mm-hmm. One of the things that came to mind is the creators of insulin, which is something that a diabetic patient needs for survival, um, They understood that a diabetic patient would need it for survival, so they basically gave it away for free. The health industry has monopolized that medicine, and they now charge and make millions of dollars each year off of insulin, which is necessary for individuals with diabetes to have a sustainable quality of life.
0: It's a natural hormone.
1: It's it's all about profit until it's all
2: about survival. Then after, I think that's with the whole abundance thing mm-hmm. and everything like that. It's like, oh, you know, yeah, I need to have these four dollars so I can go to the store so I can buy me something. So my stomach's not growling. But then when the stomach, or when the when the store is closed, I got this. I got four dollars. So what am I going to do? You
1: know, now it, you're going to now you going to survival mode. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's, it's it's always about profit unless it's all about survival. So it becomes. It's all about profit until it becomes about survival. Yes. I like that. Yeah. That'd
2: be, that be word.
1: That be. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I got a couple things rolling around.
2: All, all facts, no pre. <laughs> <laughs> don't <bother laughs> <for sure money. laughs> so So, hold on. What were you saying? How how much of the earth is undiscovered? 65%. 65%. <laughs> Six, five percent. There you go. Just want to throw that out. Yes. So
0: incredible. that that lets you know that there is abundance.
1: Yes, yeah, so
2: y'all don't have to worry because we got enough.
1: There's enough out there. Yeah, It and literally is.
0: Even if some of that is water. You know they're building things underwater. They have underwater hotels. They have underwater homes. Mm-hmm. So you can't use... Well, you can use it, but you shouldn't have to use the excuse that there's no... We, we're going to run out of land. Right. Because you can do things in water. Water... Is how the electricity, the they used to how power plants were generated with the oh, the, the of and the they're moving towards
1: that now in the future. Yeah. Alternative forms of energy.
0: Yeah. And that's how the power plants used to run were those big turbines in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just like. And they shut those down and started using other things. And it's just like The things are designed to run themselves, Mm -hmm. even humans. And we've gotten so far away from that. And I think that helps make it a big, making us third in the nation for mental health. We don't listen to ourselves. We don't allow our bodies to do what it was designed to do. We pump it full of medication and stop that process. So then you have another disorder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just, again, it's, it's, a, it's a cycle. You know, because have you heard the side effects of some of those medications? It's Yo. supposed to treat your runny nose, but now you've got a runny behind. And it's just like, oh. or you might die. You may bad. have heart
2: palpitations and all of it. It's a list of them.
1: So your they're going to give you
0: more medicine. Your body
1: is a well-built machine. Yeah. And just like any machine, if you alter something, it's going to show up. You know it might not show up right where you altered it but it's going to alter something else yeah you know and our bodies are like the most from somebody who's literally having to learn how to walk again our bodies are the most complex creations ever in the history of anything Mm -hmm. you know so many amazing things we're doing we're walking miracles and we don't even know it we're so unaware of it you know we are literally walking walking miracles and i just wonder Do you guys feel like, and this is going to be the last question I want to pose for this session. Do you guys feel like the cures for these mental illnesses are within the person? Or do you feel like um,
0: the medication
1: and things that they're using are effective? Or do you think this is an internal thing? You want me to go? I I already have some planned, I
2: think. So... um, I think that there are some people that the medication does help. You, you, you need the medication. There's just no ifs and ands about it. Um, and then I think that there's others that I think that uh, they're upbringing. I think that how they perceive, how they see people who are in positions of power, see people who they look up to not handling the situation. They internalize that and think, "Oh, that's how you handle a situation." Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Instead of, you know, I get that people need service animals, and I'm all for service animals, but we live right now where our service animals need service animals, and I I don't think that's right. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a fine line from mental uh, illness than just not wanting to or not knowing how to deal with a problem or an issue. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big deal. Okay. I think the cure
0: is within the village. Not in one thing, like medication or um, even one environment. I think it's just like how it takes the village to raise a child. I think it's going to take the village to correct some of these issues. It's not going to be just one person. It may be some things that medication can help. Because there may be some sort of mutation that you can't fix without it, you know and so i think i think it's going to like you said it's going to take cooperation it's going to take the village to to fix a lot of this. and again for the village to be able to fix it it's going to take trust and that is something that we lack we are not taught to trust we are we are conditioned to not trust be distrustful yeah see but that was all by design. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it was all by design. Yeah. Crossing the street. Yeah, I mean, Thanks. it's 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 sad that, you know, I, as you can see a homeless man that's sitting on the street, and I can walk up, and I, I can give them $10, and they're appreciative. But if I see someone who is, let's say, they're $10 shy trying to put as much gas in as they were wanting, and then I do the same thing, they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Well, why? What do, you want? Yeah. what do you want? What do you want? from me? Yeah. you know. Yet it takes the person who's at the lowest point in their life to say, I, "I will take it." As to whereas someone else who just sees it as just an automatic response to something's wrong. Why are you doing this for yeah. me? Yeah, you know. It's, why are you doing this to me? It's
1: not why you're doing this for me. Why do I have to have absolutely nothing in the world for you to think that I don't want anything from you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that <they're> crazy. <laughs> that is
0: crazy. And see, I'm. I'm like, I want to help and help is help it doesn't matter your socioeconomic status if you need help you need help you know and I think we put labels and and red tape on everything and it's like why do I have to you know jump through hoops, or why do I have to lie which causes discharge to get something that I need I think it's and take the I, have to learn to check. I think
1: I think when we talk about cures, um, and we talk about medicine versus internal pathways, I still think we're talking about the same thing. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but your brain produces just about any chemical that they can give you to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, in any in even even <laughs> any chemical you can get on the street. When when you're running, they have this phrase called runner's high. When your brain produces an endorphin, it is identical. In fact, I'm not going to say it's just identical. It is the authentic version of the same endorphin that ecstasy tries to tap into. So ecstasy gives you, the pill ecstasy gives you a fabricated version of this real chemical that your brain releases. an endorphin when you're running. You know, for three years, they had me taking medicine for my pain. And it wasn't until three months ago, I gave them back all their medicine. And I realized that when I'm exercising, my brain releases painkillers. And these are much longer lasting, sustainable painkillers than if I were to take this medicine that eventually wears off. You know, like the effectiveness of whatever pill that I used to take, it wouldn't be the same after a month, you know? Do
2: you have to worry about the the limitations later on of prolonged use of that yes exactly No, uh, norepinephrine and serotonin and all that kind of that that just that is like to, but to be able to condition yourself to be able to try to get that runner's high yeah it's hard yeah people don't want to take the time it is they, they'd rather
1: get it uh artificially a cheap, a cheap fast right. way exactly that thinking is even extended over into our diet you know mm-hmm. when we eat You know, yeah. Think about this, fast food. Like, when I grew up, dinner was a process. Mm -hmm. You know, dinner might start at 5 and not be over until (laughs) 7. You know, so this whole concept of fast food, maybe food is not supposed to be made fast. And if you make it that fast, what kind of nutritional value could it have for our body? Zero. Yeah. You know? And so it's almost like, is there a link between these companies is putting out this processed artificial food that you know causes disease, and these chemotherapy companies which sell cancer patients, chemo, 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 chemo yeah. and they still die. Chemo, 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 and
2: they still die. You know? Well, we make all this fast food uh, highly addictive, for one, because for of convenience, and also it's Tastes good. Sorry for <laughs> <good. Right?
1: laughs> So, <All right>. so <laughs> I had to look around. Like you feel me. It right, tastes right? good. So and then you wind up eating hey. it, eating it, eating
2: it, and then obviously you know there is no diet. You know your 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 pants don't button anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you wind up having to pay so much more money to try to go on a diet to try to eat healthy. But yep. then that's one of the first things we started talking about. Is why do I have to pay so much more money to eat healthy? It's Oh what was that? It's all about the money. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's sad and ridiculous and